You're listening to Taz and Jim. Thanks for tuning into the show. Jim, we promised one of your uh, comedian pals we'd give him a call on the show. His name is Black Zeus. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Hello? Black Zeus. Yo, Jimmy! <laughs> Jim and Taz here, buddy. What's going on? I'm doing good. Yourself? Good, good. Got a big oh, show coming you. up, eh? You guys sh- shooting your oh. first ever special? Oh, my man, I'm so excited. 11 years, it's been way too long in the making, but it's finally time, you know? This is great. So you're a comedian. Uh, you, you cut your chops in London and Hamilton, right? Yes, sir. Started in Hamilton 11 years ago. I, I, I don't remember the exact year anymore, but you can do the math. Now, we've never met Black Zeus. It's Taz here. Where does your name come from? Uh, I was born in Greece. But I am Ethiopian. Both my parents are Ethiopian, making me, uh, you know, a little bit of a unique find. I beat Giannis. <laughs> You're the original, there, the OG. Yeah, but there was no basketball courts, man. I was there first, <laughs> and they didn't have the court set up. So I ended up doing comedy. And when I started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a famous black Greek guy. This is going to be great. <laughs> they were just like, You're Greek? Question mark? <laughs> And then I have to prove it in various ways. I'm like, give me that plate right here. Watch this. Sopa! You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I really did think. I'm like, okay, you know what? I love my heritage. I'm going to play on that. I'm going to use this. I've been using the stage name Black Zeus from day one. So it's something that I was always uh, thinking about. But then Giannis won an NBA championship. I'm like, damn, you're the black Greek guy now. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> People are going to think you ripped him off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Jumping on the coattails. Yo, you had a crazy moment. Adam Sandler was shooting some stuff in the area not too long ago, and he actually came to one of your shows? Yeah, dude, this guy dropped in. So let me exp- – let me. I have to give you a little bit of a setup right now because this was unexpected. One of his writers, I think uh, – well, he was working with him. I believe he's a writer. He's on the show. He's a comedian from L.A. So he's on the show at the Corner Comedy Club in Toronto, which is pretty much my home club. I'm there all the time. Check it out. It's an amazing club. Uh, I'm like 30 to 40 seconds away from going on stage, and his writer is after me. So I'm just waiting for my name to get called up, and I look at the corner of my eye, and I see this white guy walk in with basketball shorts. I'm like, that's that's like an Adam Sandler movie. And then I look, I turn my head, and it's Adam Sandler. Wow. I like that he just rocks the basketball shorts even in public. Like, I've seen him play around. But... Yeah, in, in terms of wardrobe, he is probably the most comfortable celebrity out there. Yeah. When you're worth 300 mil, you can wear whatever you want. Whatever you want. Dude, I, I don't know. It's almost like some mythical like genie stories around this guy. Because I heard that he was playing basketball with random people in the streets before he showed up to the comedy club. Yeah, and he's like, he's he's all over the He's shooting that bat mitzvah movie. Uh, in Ontario, and people, he's stopping in for lunch and pulling over and chatting with people on the side of the road. A lot of Sandler sightings lately. It was a, it was a, actually, you're not wrong. There were a lot. A lot of the comics were starting to whisper that he was around, but you don't expect that he's going to show up right before you go up on stage. I reached for my water bottle, and my water was shaking. Like I'm like, <laughs> is this an audition for Adam? It felt like an audition in a, in a weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're on stage. But, Adam Sandler's in the crowd. How do your eyes not keep going back to Adam Sandler to see if you're making him laugh? Did you make well, him laugh? The layout of the, of the club was that he actually snuck in during the show, so the, the audience didn't really see him come in. Hmm. Just me and a couple of the comics, and he snuck over to the bar area. 
So I was able to just do my thing. And as soon as my name gets called, it's a really weird, like, switch that gets flicked. It doesn't really matter what's going on beforehand. When you hear your name get called, it's like, oh, it's go time. And I went up, the, the comics told me the entire time he didn't look at his phone or anything. I got a ton of belly laughs. This is the kicker, though. As soon as I got off stage, this guy, like, daps me. He's like, man, that was really great stuff. I really love your stuff. Don't stop. And then before he leaves, uh, he, he yells out to me that he loves me. He's like, I love you, Zeus. Wow. Oh, so you dapped like, up. Z- you, Sandman. you dapped up Sandler? He da- man, he dapped me up. <laughs> he dapped me. I got the blessing from the Sandman. Uh, that's amazing. So a Sandler-approved comedian recording his first special. Is there any way people, are you still selling tickets for this thing if they want to come check it out? 100%. Tickets are starting to go. Very grateful for that. You can go to akablackzeus.com. That's A-K-A-B-L-A-C-K-Z-E-U-S. Also, akablackzeus on all social media. Saturday, November 19th, Zoetic Theater, Hamilton, Ontario. 300 seats. Bring your date. Bring your family. Bring all your friends. There's too many seats. This is Taz and Jim. I like titty meat. Put titties in my hand. I like titty meat. Put titties in my hand. I put them in my mouth. I put them in my mouth. Lick them twice. Your titties are nice. Mm. Lick them twice. Your titties are nice. Give me your titty. I'll suck it once. Give me your titty. I'll suck it twice. I put it down. I'll pick it up. I put it down. I'll pick it up. That's so nice. Titties. Uh. I like titty meat. Titties. Uh. Uh. Chill, 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 yeah. What you chill? <laughs> chill, 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 chill. That was a nice little Chia Pets reference for all you beautiful people. What's going on, beautiful people? It is me, Black Zeus. Welcome to another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. This is season three, episode 42, baby. How are you beautiful people doing? I am doing great. I hope you are too. Holy shit. I have never been more busy in my life. That busyness has never felt more rewarding in my entire life, though, so I'm not really complaining. I just wish I had more time. I just wish I had more fucking time. I wish I could pause time for everybody else and then get the shit done that I need to get done and then unfreeze time and then just roll back into the day. Imagine we were all able to do that. Imagine. Well, it's probably for the best that we can't, but... Shit, bro. Like, I'm I'm recording this way earlier than normal. Uh, same day that I normally record, which is the Monday. It goes up the Wednesday. But way earlier in the day because I am now uh, taking a lot more time uh, away from, like, day jobs and shit like this to focus on the comedy special and projects and just setting up the new year properly. So, um... That's that's been really good. This is my first Monday doing that, and already I feel like I need another day. Like I I've never felt closer yet so far away from from just being done with this day job bullshit. And they're saying that 
you know, the recession really hasn't hit yet. So we'll see. I'll probably need it for a little bit longer because what's the first thing people stop spending money on during a recession? Entertainment. 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 And then usually when they get some money again, that's like the first thing that people miss. So then all the entertainment starts flooding. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we'll see, man. I don't even want to think like that. That's some crazy ass fucking way to think. But I have been not in the middle of. I finally have kicked off my press run. I've been on the radio a couple times. I got a radio interview tomorrow, but it's not airing tomorrow. So I don't know. Just be on the lookout. If you're in the Toronto area, I will be on global news radio at um, doing a really amazing show that I've done forever called Inside Comedy. Uh, really, really fun show. They've been around for almost as long, if not longer, than I've been doing comedy. No, not a, not anywhere near as long. But they've been around for years. They've been. I had to think about that for a second. And I just did uh, the Jim and Taj show. Blech, sorry, the Jim and Taz show. Shout, shout outs to my boys, Jim and Taz. Uh, really fun show they got. If if you're if you're in the uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, Guelph, London, Hamilton area. They, they're on all the major FM stations like Y108 and all that stuff. Um, so I have been gearing up, baby. It's been really nice. It Actually, you know, I used to do all this stuff a lot more before the pandemic. And then since the pandemic has just been kind of aimless until a little more recently. And it's just nice to get back into the swing of promoting and um, producing. And honestly, I... I wouldn't be this happy if it was just a regular show. <laughs> like, I'm happy that I'm actually producing a fucking album, like a comedy special. Not even just an album, a special. Like, I'm doing a whole press run. I booked a whole theater. I'm doing an hour. And I'm pitching it to networks, baby. So, like, this is a special, not an EP, not an album. A lot of uh, misrepresentation and mislabeling going around um, the comedy world these days. A lot of people just saying I'm doing a comedy special. But my nigga is like, do you understand what a comedy special is? Like, there's distinct differences between EP, album, and special. And I just feel like, you know, it's it's like that fucking social media comedian now. It's like the word comedy special or the word special has just been misused and thrown around that, like, everybody's just treating everything like a special. Kind of like how if you're a social media um like content creator you got comedian written in your bio i'm like nigga those are two very different things but more power to you boo boo more power to you uh so yeah finally fucking in the full swing of promotion for my very first comedy special black zoo self-portrait friday november 18th backroom comedy club toronto saturday november 19th zoetic theater hamilton ontario 300 seats in the motherfucking hammer baby so make sure you tell your girlfriend, your boyfriend, tell your family, tell your friends, get them all out at once. Say that this is a Christmas gift, a Kwanzaa gift, a Hanukkah gift. If you don't celebrate any of those shits, just say it's a gift for your birthday. If your birthday is not coming up right now, tell them you're dying and that this is your dying wish. <laughs> but knock on wood right after you say it because you don't want to put that energy out to the universe. The universe does listen. So if you do make a joke like, I'm dying, 
whisper or even say in your head, I'm not dying. This is just a joke. And I know that sounds like some hippy dippy frilly shit, but my nigga, this is don't be fucking around with the mysticism of life. You pieces of shit. All right. I don't know why I got so, <laughs> so aggressive. Um, a lot of things starting to finally shake up. And I think the momentum of the comedy special, not I think, I know the momentum of the comedy special has like fucking fired me up in other aspects of, of um, my comedy presentation. If, you, if you've been noticing my YouTube, my Twitter, my Instagram, all that shit, the social media has been going through a bit of a, a change, even the YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube channel has been getting cleaned up a lot. Okay, a lot. I'm starting to figure out how I want my channel to really look and have put some time into figuring out thumbnails. So the thumbnails are cleaned up a lot more. Uh, the banners cleaned up now and I got a consistent look uh, across all platforms. I always do keep that consistent look, but I, I got one that I'm happy with. There was like a transitional period there where I was using my comedy special uh, poster as my social media icon and all that stuff. And I just, I don't know, man. I don't like that. I like keeping it separate. That's just for my comedy special. I don't want to start promoting everything like that. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> uh, I did some comedy this past weekend, so I'm getting back into my goofy state. The longer I go without hitting the stage, the more I get into like serious Zeus, like philosophical Zeus and all that shit. But then, like, every time I get back on stage, it's like I revert back to being a 30-year-old, 10-year-old. And that, like, youthful spirit and energy comes alive again. And that's why I'm doing random voices. Random. Random voices. Uh, but, yeah, there's still a bunch of changes I need to implement. Like, bringing the second camera back onto the podcast. Yes. If you look at the beginning... Of when the video podcast started. Not the whole podcast. Just the video portion of it. Which is this season. So the beginning of this year. When we built the studio with uh, 27 Collective. There was a second camera. There still is. It's right there. It's just the batteries on that camera are shit now. Because the camera's not the newest. you know. But it's the lens. It's the glass that, that matters. And the lens on that is prime. It's an L-series Canon baby. Don't be fucking around alright. Um, but yeah, I had to get an adapter piece so that I could just plug in that camera and I've had it sitting on that chair for about the last four to five episodes. I have not had the time to just, you know what? I can't lie to y'all because I'm also lying to myself by saying that it's not that I haven't had the time. I haven't made the time. Okay. There's a lot of things that I think are more important, uh, to, to get done right now. So I'm focusing on that. And the little things of, hey, man, play Donkey Kong on the podcast and get the second camera back up. It's like, look, niggas, you guys got, you guys got the video podcast and it's moving along nicely. The presentation's getting there. The content is already there. You know I can hold a conversation by myself for an hour. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, but I am very happy to start piecing all the things together, cleaning it up. Getting a little bit of a more uniform look. I really like the the avatar and the banner I have going right now. It's a little drawn caricature of me smoking a joint. Uh, that was done by Lou of 27 Collective. So shout-outs to Lou for, for doing that. For doing it. I got a meeting coming up 
shortly. Uh, I had to record this in the middle of meetings, which is not ideal because that gives me a little bit of a time constraint on the actual episode. But like, I don't know, man. It's good. Don't be upset. I'm here for you every week. You know, it's just uh, I got to really start networking, not start networking, but just network a little smarter and start setting up a little further out in advance. Because at this point, I know I got the juice, baby. At this point, I know how funny I am on stage and I know how far I can take this. And and even knowing that, I think I could take it farther than what my mind could even imagine. And I think that momentum is really starting to snowball. I've hit a different point in my career. Like 100%. This is like the restart. Which sounds weird. What I mean by that is I've accumulated the skill. I've gotten that good. Now I consider this the beginning. The 11 years was practice. Literally, it was my training grounds. All that shit I did. Now it's like I'm taking myself as serious as Dave Chappelle takes himself or as serious as any high level, well-known and respected comedian takes himself. I'm not in this mindset of being in a local market and doing small shows and all that stuff. I am, I am now beyond that mentally. So I have to start maneuvering like that physically. It's like, I, I think I've talked about this a little bit on the shows. Um, and this is more inside baseball, but that's what this podcast is. It's more of a companion piece to my comedy career. But it's like, I, I just got to take myself that much more serious. I got to start putting myself on, if that makes sense. Like this comedy special is a major, a major uh, first step in that. You got to put yourself on, man. You can't really wait for other people to open doors for you, especially when you know you got it like that. I'm I'm gonna open my own fucking doors, nigga. I I've, I've accumulated enough knowledge to to know how to maneuver, and how to execute, and it's just a matter of of doing that now to get myself to that next stage, that next level, and and I have that in my head. I don't really need to go into all that, but some of it is perception. Like that next level is perception. Not just for the audience, but for my peers also, for for the comedy world. It's like, I'm not a miker. I haven't been for a while. But I'm not all the way, like, elite level. So it's like bridging that gap. Because I feel personally elite level. And you can have your own opinion of whatever you think of my stage Stage. But Zeus, you don't even post your comedy clips online. So how come I can't see your comedy? Are you really good if you don't post your comedy clips online? Why don't you suck my big black dick, you bitch? How about that? <laughs> Was that aggressive enough for you? <laughs> I'm not like these other comics, man. I'm not like these other entertainers. I've told you. And I keep telling you. I will keep telling you. Don't pigeonhole me into this fucking social media content creator fucking box. I'm an artist and that box is boundless. 
That box is limitless. I don't need my art is my stage material. Why the fuck would I be in the business of uploading a joke every five seconds just because that's what everybody's doing now? And that's how you build. No, nigga. That's how you build an audience. I'm not building an audience like that. I'm already known for being funny. And even though it's local, I can do other shit to make people aware of the fact that I am funny so that when I hit up their market, they'll come and see my live performance. Sure, I post a joke clip here or there, but I really have a weird feeling about how comics are, are going about this shit on social media. It's like a comedy clip a day, like three comedy clips a day. It does force you to, to write a lot, but like, man, that's your bread and butter. That's your bread and butter. How are you gonna how are you gonna post that so freely, so frivolously, so so nonchalantly as if that's not the actual main thing that you do? I would rather figure out ways to accentuate that without giving away my meal ticket, nigga. How about that? I'm funny as fuck. If you don't come to a show but you can, it's you that's missing out, my nigga. I don't give a fuck. The audiences are there. The The seats are full. So I don't really... I'm getting more and more comfortable with just fuck social media even as I'm an existing as an artist on the come up. And I didn't used to have that approach. I always knew is like, look, you have to pay attention to social media. You have to utilize it. But I got caught in that trap of how everybody else is using it. It's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, bro. And and I get the argument from my friends and from my peers and stuff. It's like, well, this is how you build. This is how you build audience and all that stuff. It's like, well, my social media following has been growing at a very good rate, especially lately. And it's all new people. And it's all being done without me posting every five seconds. So there is a way to do it. I just think that how you train your audience is how they will come to you. So I'm not, I don't want to train, train my audience or, or, or put it out there that, Hey, I'm going to release this fucking thing on this day and this and this and this, and you can expect this every week at the exact same time. It's like, nigga, I move how I want to move and I will make sure you guys get quality and get enough of it that you're not starved for content, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to move like that. Nigga, I have, I have. Other other ways. I have a vision, bro. And and why would I continue to just follow other people's blueprints? You you piece together things that work for others that you like and you uh, acknowledge that work. And you adapt them to your uh, persona, personality, to your whatever. But there's too much copy-paste happening right now. And that's all social media is, is literally copy-paste. Like, it's fucking bonkers to me, nigga. It blows my mind how many people consider themselves content creators or artists or, or creators when, when really what they're doing is just copy and pasting or remixing. This fucking remix generation, bro. You guys are weirdos. You guys are weirdos. You guys are weirdos. Remix generation. Let's take things that other people do and and just mime it. Or mimic it. It's one of the dumbest fucking trends I've ever, ever come across on social media. This whole remix thing where you t you literally just put the person's video beside you. And then you just film a reaction. You know how stupid these motherfuckers look? 
and they'll take like an inspirational quote. These are the, my favorite worst ones. When I say favorite, I mean like these people are retarded, bro. They take an inspirational quote or video that somebody else posted. And instead of even just reposting that on their page, they'll, they'll, they'll half the screen. And so the video is playing on the right hand side and they'll be on the left hand side just doing this. Like pointing to the camera, nodding. Like you're a fucking idiot. At least, at least remix the point to some degree and make a, a an original video. Why bother? Re it's the dumbest trend. It's the dumbest trend. It's it speaks to the unoriginality of of today's gener of like the newer generations, bro. These guys, where the fuck is the originality? Where is it? Everybody's just copy pasting, bro. Meme pages, all your favorite meme pages are copy pasting. So like, and another thing, I don't know what's going on on Instagram and I'm not really upset because I love titties, but what's with these Instagram porn ads, bro? What happened? What, what's going on, bro? I can't scroll. And how are we getting titties on, on Instagram? I thought they immediately shut the shit down. I've known artists accounts to get fucking blocked and banned and shut down. Because they drew pictures of tits. What? They drew art. Like it was a naked woman, sure. But it's a fucking painting. Now, I'm getting sold OnlyFans accounts every 30 seconds by really delicious looking women. Who are in like this. I think the way they're beating the algorithm. Or not the algorithm, but the sensor. Is that there's a lot of these ads going around right now. Of girls in like this fishnet top. But the way, it's not like massive fishnet holes it's like really tiny squares but they're just big enough that you can see right through and just see the delicious oh just nipples mm. suck them um <laughs> but instagram is just turning into a porn account and when every once in a while you'll click on them and they all have the same avatar like social media like icon the photo and then it's all the same link and then you'll click on the link and it's zero fans. So it's all just bullshit, bro. What is what is Mark Zuckerberg doing, bro? Get your platform under control, my guy. I don't think TikTok is going to be much of a thing for too much longer. So in North America, Mark Zuckerberg might really get lucky. But Instagram is really starting to tank. And eventually, it feels like there's an alternative coming right around the corner. Because there's too much TikTok... Um, there's a lot of TikTok love, a lot, a lot of TikTok love. A lot of the youth are addicted to this shit, but you really are, are, I don't even want to say too young. You're not too young to understand the back end of what, what that app is, but you're just too ignorant. Most people choose to be ignorant to it. Like even me as a comedian, I really should be on there posting my podcast clips and all that shit, but I don't fucks with the CCP like that. I don't fucks with China like that. And I just read an article before fucking recording this episode. It's like, these guys are doing a lot of weird shit. And they just got busted through some whistleblower in the company. Um, to where they were looking to. Now, it didn't say they did it, but it said they were looking to implement uh, tracking features to where they could track individual users and their exact location as opposed to like an approximate location based on your cell tower. So, you know, why does the why does the Chinese dictatorship need that? 
they don't is the answer. And I don't need fans that badly, bro. First of all, I don't even need prepubescent fans like that. You niggas can't even drink and smoke legally. So what the fuck? You're going to come to my show and sit in the corner with a dunce cap, bro? It's like 18, 19 up. <laughs> I'm getting more serious about my demo, baby. It's like I appeal to the masses. Everything from young African and Caribbeans to old white couples in my audiences, making them all laugh, calling the old white people out on the fact that they probably use the N-word in their life and making them laugh. I'm a G at this shit, bro. You can't fuck with me on that stage. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Instagram. I'm not all the way upset, but it is getting annoying, bro. I'm just trying to fucking promote my stuff. I'm trying to hit like on things that I actually want to look at and help promote my friends and hit like on their shit. But every five seconds, I'm getting what seems to be fake OnlyFans accounts ads. But the girls are real. Unless they're just filming. Unless it's just like... Two or three girls that have filmed like a hundred videos and then they just, uh, what's that, deep fake their face. But the titties are different in every video, so I don't know. Delicious. What's your favorite type of nipple? That should be the next poll question. What's your favorite type of nipple? You like big areolas? You like, you like those puffy, like cream puff marshmallow nips? You like the little tiny nips? You like the, the nips that like stick out off the, off the titty, like... <laughs> it's like it's like the end of a of a pencil it's like the eraser head on the pencil <laughs> i think this episode is called titty meat why not why not call it titty meat uh let's do this week's poll result it is still an active poll it is like a fresh one it, it hasn't even been half a day but I got to get better at these poll questions. I think I've been laxing the last couple of weeks because the, the responses are completely lopsided. So this week I asked, um, do you mainly stick to one genre of music? Kind of a generic question. I could do better. All right. But it was like 95% no and like 5% yes. Um, I did ask that specifically because I've been posting a lot of different types of music lately. Especially on my Instagram feed. Um, you guys have been talking. You guys have been hearing me talk about this Arctic Monkeys album. That uh, came out, my nigga. It finally came out, bro. It came out last Friday. Arctic Monkeys, the car. If Go back last week or the week before. I talk, I talk about my love for the Arctic Monkeys. I talk about how I've been with. I've been rocking with these white boys from the UK for like 15 plus years. I have all their albums. Um... And this is no different. I I went out, bam, nigga. I went out. There it is, right there. Arctic Monkeys, the car, vinyl. I copped the LP the day it came out uh, because I support motherfuckers that mean this much to me. Black Star. I cannot wait. I hope to God that they do a vinyl release because um, I got that Luminary account, but I'm not I'm not subscribed for a year. I got it enough to to put some money in their pockets and support. But I really, really need uh, a Black Star to No Fear of Time vinyl. And there's one more album coming out this year that I'm really looking forward to, actually. Next week. No, it's not the Drake 21 Savage album. Uh, West Side Gun, I think, is releasing the final installment of Hitler Wears Hermes 
which is his uh, mixtape and album anthology series that he's been releasing for years. Uh, some of his best fucking music are on those Hitler Wears Hermes uh, tapes. I think his best project is Pray for Paris, but that's a, that's a full album. The the Hermes tapes are tapes. But I'm very excited for that. I think that comes out this Friday, as well as the Kodak Black album. So there's a lot of music coming out, which will be my album of the year. I'm going to bring all that shit back. I'm going to do my album of the year because this has been an amazing year for me sonically. Uh, But this album is too early for me to definitively say. But Arctic Monkeys, The Car might be my favorite album of theirs on first listen it's my favorite album since humbug humbug is my favorite album of theirs it's their uh psych rock album that came out like maybe let's see so one two three albums ago three or four albums ago but this is uh, i i talked a little bit about this but how these guys have matured like their sound has matured as they've aged and i feel like my mature uh, my maturity has also been on par with where their music is at their first album is a bombastic like punk rock album loud and i was a teenager and that's exactly how i was i was uh, like obnoxiously loud and just fucking wildly off the wall with my energy all their music slowly started to to calm down, you know? Um, and the funny thing is, is my favorite album of theirs, which is a psychedelic album. I wasn't even doing psychedelics at the time. But when I did start doing psychedelics, it gave me a whole new appreciation for that album. I'll tell you that much. But Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, which is their previous album, the one that just came out before this one. That's got to be my runner-up for favorite album. It just... It's just money, man. It's so smooth. I love the actual concept of the album. It's the first time they did a concept album, which was like a hotel casino on the moon uh, during the space launch. Uh, There was only a couple tracks on it I didn't like. But The Car, upon first listen, and it's called The Car, and the first time I did get to listen to it was on the drive back from from a night of comedy in Toronto. And it was the perfect, perfect, perfect driving music. It's the perfect uh, cruise music. Like, I, I cannot uh, I cannot understate that. You know what I mean? It was so perfect. And then I listened to... I've already listened to the album, like, ten times through already, front to back. And then I started doing my uh, random plays. It's too soon for me to say, but it, it is creeping up there. Uh, immediate standouts. Would have to be Jet Skis on the Moat, Big Ideas, and Sculptures of Anything Goes. The, like, holy fuck. The, the mood. The mood on Sculptures on Anything Goes. Like, dark, eerie, fucking, just... Ah, bro. Shoutouts to these guys, bro. Because they are artists through and through. Like, they care about what they put out. And they don't care to be the same. And I fucking love that. Big inspiration. Go check out Arctic Monkeys, the car. Uh, if you're if you're one of those 90%, 95% people that voted on the poll that said you listen to different genres, 
Check that shit out. It's on all streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, let's do uh, let's do a little theme. And I gotta I gotta get on out of here. Go to this meeting. But um, what should we do, ladies and gentlemen? This has been Black Zeus the podcast, season three, episode forty two. I I love you. I appreciate you. I'll be back every Wednesday for you, as long as I'm alive. That is too much of a commitment. We'll see how long I decide to do this podcast. I got at least another few years in me. I feel like I got to keep it going until I pop, you know, and then we'll see what we do. But uh, season three, episode 42. <laughs> I like titty meat. Put titties in my hand. I'll shake them up as best I can. I put them in my mouth. Lick them twice. Baby, you know your titties are nice. Mm. Mm. Give me your titty. I'll suck it once, I'll put it down, I'll pick it up, I'll suck it twice. I like sucking titties, that's so nice. Titties, uh, do do do, uh, titties, uh, do do do, uh. All right, that's. <laughs> All right, man, I'm very excited to see what Hendog does with that one. Make sure you're following Hendog also. Uh, he is at L Hendog on all social media. Make sure you're following 27 Collective. They are at 27 Collective on all social media. Um, but yeah, I'll be back for you, beautiful people, next week on Black Zeus the Podcast. Peace, peace. Hey, I like titty meat. Put titties in my hand. I like titty meat. Put titties in my hand. I put them in my mouth. I put them in my mouth. Lick them twice. Your titties are nice. Mm, lick them twice. Your titties are nice. Give me your titty. I'll suck it once. Give me your titty. I'll suck it twice. I'll put it down. I'll pick it up. I'll put it down. I'll pick it up. That's so nice. Titties. Uh, I like titty meat. Titties. Uh, uh.